Hey everyone, and uh, this is Phil Cobbers. Um, just a quick note before we actually start the show to let you know that uh, this month uh, Anchor have had a couple of uh, technical issues, um, which we're just working with them to kind of resolve. But unfortunately, a few of our uh, little audio segments uh, are kind of missing from the platform at the moment. So we are just going to make to make sure that we don't end up. Uh, uh, delaying the episode more than we need to. Uh, we're just going to use some of our legacy stuff um, from Chewing the Fat, but uh, we will be returning to the the old stuff, hopefully, uh, for the next episode. So just bear with us on that one, but uh, apologies. Um, but hopefully you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode two of Forensics Reformatted uh, with me, Phil Cobley. And me, Adam Furman. I thought you'd nearly forgot the name there. I, I know, it's been that long. I nearly did. I, you know I'm really tired today. <laughs> <laughs> we were just saying this. I am really tired today. Um, so I apologise to everyone in advance because I might be a little bit less... Um, energetic and bouncy like i usually am i might be a little bit more flat it's probably not the best thing to do but how are you adam i am very well very well um good it's probably my fault why the podcast is delayed i have no doubt you'll tell people well i mean i don't think probably because <laughs> uh but it's for, for a nice reason you you had a holiday didn't you, you had a nice i holiday. did and um, I actually had a complete break by putting all mobile devices in the safe and leaving them there for two weeks. That is a very good idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was my, my wife and I both decided to do exactly the same. And to be honest, after the first couple of days, it was lovely. Didn't miss I it bet. at all. Oh, I bet. I bet that was amazing. And with uh, with your little one as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's much needed. Very nice. Where did you go? Cape Verde, which is um, a set of islands off the west coast of Africa. Mm. Check you out. Check you yeah. out. And there was me here in rainy old Britain, slaving hey. away. Hey, you had a heat wave while stars away. I know, it's unbearable. I know. <laughs> I, I think that. Typical Brit, I'm never happy. <laughs> to be honest, I think this is the first time it's ever happened to me. I've left a foreign airport from a hot foreign airport mm. and returned to the UK and the plane felt like I was stepping off into the Caribbean when I arrived at Gatwick. It was hotter <laughs> in the UK than where I'd left. It was pretty warm. Uh yeah, really humid as well. Really mm. humid. The other the other night we had our first thunderstorm in a, in in a few weeks and it was bliss. It was so nice uh just having that heat heat broken. Um yeah, I nearly ran out in in the middle of it and just like <laughs> held my arms up to the sky and got like, thank you. I thought you were gonna say naked, and I was like, think of the neighbours. No, oh no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't subject anyone to that. I don't think um, that's that's not something anyone wants to see. But um, we digress. Episode we two. Digress. Episode, Episode two. I know. Yeah. I know. And uh, I think I think it's only just, uh, and I think I'm sure you'll agree, Adam, that we. Uh, express a very heartfelt thanks to everyone for the, all the really, really kind comments and messages and stuff we've been having since episode one. Yeah, I've been absolutely blown away by the um, support and um, the new platform. The sound quality has gone down extremely well, so pleased about really that. Has. It really has. Um, so really pleased. And, and yeah, it's like every other day, just kind of watching the Twitter account. And we seem to get new followers every day and then some really nice comments. And we've had nice kind of exchanges with a few people as well uh, on, the, on the social platforms, which has yeah. been good fun. And uh, yeah, it's just been great. It's been really, really nice. And yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah. and for the Twitter followers, they'll see that we've got new laptop stickers rebranded. They Exactly, exactly. So, um, and in no way influenced by our old logo. No. <laughs> <Chewing the fat. laughs> Come on, I spent ages making those avatars. I had to reuse them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
um but yeah um and you were so excited about getting the laptop stickers done um that i only found out after you'd done it <laughs> yeah well i blame um kevin pagano for sharing a deal that sticker mule were doing we're running um oh. they're a really good price so nice good nice nice i approve and and thank you again kevin for uh, for <laughs> helping us making keep us on spend the, money the day. yeah <laughs> Do you have shares in them? <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, no, a big, big thank you to everyone. Uh, it's It's been really, really awesome. Um, and yeah, it just feels really fresh, doesn't it? Yeah. We've, we've been talking about this. It just feels really fresh and exciting and new um, and just nice having this platform. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit, like I say, I'm a little bit tired, so I'm, 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 I need a little bit of a break like you've had. Um, I think I need to hit the reset button at some point soon. Um, but yeah, it's it's bit yeah, very very exciting for this this series and the, and the new show. So, um, but we do have some plans as to where we want to take the show, haven't we? We do, yeah, um... yeah. We've been we've been talking about what we what what we're going to do with the show because obviously we're chewing the fat, um, and we will get on some industry. We've got so much industry news; it's ridiculous. We've actually just been going through culling a load of stuff because we just know we're not going to have time to talk about it, um, which is a shame. But we're going to try and still include stuff on the on the the new GitHub pages. So, um, but yeah, we can talk about where what direction we want to take the show in, um, and. Obviously, Adam, we're obviously very passionate, aren't we, about the community and supporting yeah. people and people giving giving others a platform or a voice, yeah. Um, which is why we like talking about articles and people's works and and all that kind of stuff and, and promoting things, um, you know, and not not for any monetary gain or anything like that, just just to give people a, a platform. Um, and yeah, we've been kind of talking about it, and we we feel like. Uh, we would like to use the show. We think um, as we have, we've had some amazing guests on it during the fat. Uh, we had amazing guests on there, uh, really, really big names in the industry. Really privileged and humbled by all the people that came on the show, um, and, and we still would love them to come back and, and kind of chat with us. But we've been feeling like we we want to give a bit of a voice uh, and a platform for uh, those people who might not have necessarily be very recognized in the industry or are new to the industry or have just not don't have a big name necessarily but who have done some fantastic work and uh, we know that some of the the articles that we've talked about and some of the published works we talked about in the last show were actually from people that are very either very new to the industry or just kind of breaking out into the kind of research development blogging kind of yeah. realm um and yeah i think i think i've speak for both of us uh, and when, we say, when I say we're, we're quite passionate about providing that platform for people, um, so we're thinking we might open up the show a little bit and say, well, if if you know of any amazing articles or people that are doing some amazing works who aren't necessarily well known in the industry, whether it's uh, someone you work with or someone that you follow that doesn't have many followers, but they've done some great works or whatever. Um, we'd love to know about them uh, or love to be introduced to them or just kind of point us in their direction. And then we might have a look at their works and either talk about it on the show or maybe invite them onto the show. Yeah, to discuss their R&D and blogs. Yeah, because it's all well and good us kind of reading them and then talking about them and saying, oh, this is great, go have a look. But it'd be really nice to kind of talk to people and say, right, what why did you do this what yeah. got you into it how what we how did you find it what we what was your experience what advice can you give to other people yeah, and, you know? and hopefully that encourages others because so many mm. people are doing some great work behind the scenes and just even like the project from alexis you know all of the leaps mm. just looking at recently how many people are contributing to that now yeah exactly just, and it's exactly what the industry needs that the more people that contribute the better for everybody exactly exactly um so so yeah so that's just a thought that we've had um we're really quite excited by the thought of it uh quite passionate about the idea for it to work we obviously need people to <laughs> to come on the show and talk to um we're quite happy just kind of you know chatting amongst ourselves uh yeah. talking about things that we find but it would be lovely to to, to be able to um you use the platform for the greater good, so to speak, yeah, uh, and, so. and let others 
have it as their own, have it as like a community platform almost that will host it, but it's, you know, your opportunity to talk about yeah. your works kind of thing. So people can get in touch with us via the email address, Twitter account, which yeah, is, uh, Twitter account it, is at 4NC reformatted. Yes. Uh, and the email address is 4N6 reformatted at proton.me. Uh, so come on yeah come have a chat with us um we'll obviously have all the links to like the github page and things uh, which will have all of the industry news links um and we can we'll, i think we put i think i think i put our contact details in there as well yeah um, and, but they're um, also they should also be on anchor and stuff as well so and that is also new isn't it from episode one so mm. we like we were saying we had some great communication after episode one and we weren't happy with it. A lot of the links on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast, it formatted terribly. Oh, it just stripped all the formatting yeah. we'd done, hadn't it? And it just yeah. made it into a big horrible mulchy mess. Um so yeah, we weren't happy with it. So made use of GitHub pages, uh created a the podcast as an organization on GitHub, associated us to it, and then we've we're using the GitHub pages um just to kind of put all the links on there. So uh the podcast in Spotify or wherever you're listening to it, we'll have a link to the show notes and then you can go to the GitHub page and then it'll be all nicely formatted. Yeah. So, make yeah. It a lot easier for everybody. Oh, a lot easier. A lot easier. It's a little bit more work for us on our side, but, but yeah, if it makes life easier for everyone else, all the listeners, then brilliant. Yeah. It's worth it. Uh, cool. Cool. So, uh, yeah, we've been talking for 10 minutes already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say my favorite line, conscious of time, because uh, we have a lot of industry news, don't we? We um, certainly do. Uh, oh, that's the other thing. Before I forget, yes, because we did have, have someone actually genuinely request us to bring back uh, Forensic Faux Pas. <laughs> I did see that, yeah. Yeah, so we have genuinely been asked to bring that back. Um, so... If yeah, if people want that to come back, uh, then I mean I'm up for it. I'm quite happy to to, to for us to bring it back, um, uh, and yeah, if we can start getting some some guests, particularly those who are not necessarily uh, well known and new to the industry, it'd be great to hear some of those kind of yeah. stories. So um, we'll see. Be, we'll see what. To happens. be fair, we're we're still awaiting one from Alex Kafness. I can't believe. Um, I know the man is a genius, but I can't believe he doesn't have one he can share with us. I know, I know. He did say he'd come back to us with one, and he hasn't yet. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think there's some sort of coding one where he's recursed through multiple yeah. directories he didn't need to. Or oh, well, although the guy does curse while drunk, so and yeah, uh, true. Code, code while drunk, and he's he's still really good at that. So uh, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> well, maybe we'll maybe we'll try and bully him into giving us one. <laughs> some point um okay right uh that aside before i get onto another tangent uh you need to you need to rein me in adam you need to rein me in come on industry news industry industry news, news. <laughs> so uh the first point uh of business first point of business uh what is i should say is um following on actually from one of the industry news bits that we had last time isn't it um with Grayshift. So we mentioned an article with Grayshift um, that uh, was talking about uh, some of the biometrics side of things, um, but how it was behind a bit of a marketing form wall thing. Uh, so you had to fill in a form to, to get access to this uh, this content, this little ebook. Um, and actually, <laughs> uh, we were immediately contacted um, and provided with a copy of the ebook and told, oh yeah, you can actually access it here. Yeah. Weren't we? <laughs> we were. Um so 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 yeah, uh so it's a an instant download with no 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 gating once you put your details in apparently. But yeah, they, we got sent a PDF copy of the article, um, which was really, really kind. Um it was. so yeah, uh, we, we, we weren't criticising necessarily. It was just more of an observation at the no, time. <laughs> and to be fair, I do have to tip the hat to um, Grayshift. I don't know if you've... I know you've been busy lately. Um, on Twitter, Alexis um, put a tweet out asking for maybe more people would sign up for webinars if you didn't have to 
put your life details in for marketing and yes. gray shift one of the first people to respond saying listened now removed so tip hat nice nice yeah excellent we like that because there's nothing worse than when you're really kind of looking at something like a webinar or a, an ebook or an article and you're like oh that sounds really relevant i need to go and access that and then you're suddenly hit with that kind of form yeah. thing and, and particularly like i don't know about you i've got i've got some of my kind of uh what browser extensions on that kind of flag up when things are like going to various companies or like mm. if it's marketing kind of uh tags for like facebook or yeah. meta or whatever um and and some of those forms that you end up having to fill in, it's like loads of like w warnings and things all over yeah. them, kind of like, oh yeah, this. Ugh, I I, 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 yeah, I, I don't think Alexis was asking for it to be a free for all because obviously we can understand the reasoning for protection. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think the point that he was making was, hey, I've already got a login for your site through my work account. Can't I use <laughs> that? And yes, Grayshift obliged. So yeah, kudos. so well done, Grayshift. Yeah, absolute kudos. Um, by all means, yeah, you need to know who's going to be coming to these things and register and make sure it's not just all bots and stuff. But still, don't don't make us put all our personal identifiable information in. Yeah, <laughs> give We're us a chance. Doing them a favour, aren't we? That's just more information that they've got to protect. Exactly, exactly. GDPR, you know, you don't want that information seriously. Um, but anyway, yeah, so well done, Grayshift. Good yeah. work. Um, and if anyone else wants to follow suit. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, and just a huge thank you to the person who shared that with us. They know who they are. Yes, they do. They do. Um, I did I did ask if they would mind if uh, we kind of mentioned them and, and publicly said thank you, but I haven't heard back. So <laughs> yes, best to be safe. Best to be safe. Um, so... Uh, on to the next so most of these articles i've just realized that actually after we kind of had our little cult um most of the ones that are left on here are ones that you found yeah <laughs> i've been really even though you're the one who's been on holiday and i've been what been the one working i'm still i'm rubbish i'm useless sack me <laughs> get rid of me um right so the next one um this one is quite interesting i was looking at this earlier um the open source instant response platform uh iris yeah, I was really impressed with it. Um, yeah, I think this I looks saw really it, cool. Yeah, I think I saw it shared on LinkedIn. Um, mm. And it's just a great way for for IR teams to work together. And the best part is open source. Yeah, it, open source tool. Go to dfir-iris.org and uh, you can have a read up on it. You just need Docker Compose, no installation media yeah. so there's no hassle with all that kind of stuff but you can install it onto a laptop if you want some mobility and offline capability um and it's a collaborative platform for ir professionals where you can run cases assign tasks get yeah. updates from colleagues share technical findings blah, blah 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 and there's a github page that's linked in the site as well it's yeah it looks really, really impressive really good it? yeah um collaborative development effort and they're looking for people to help out with it as well so yeah i think that's a great find um yeah. so yeah uh, very much anyone who's who's in more in that ir kind of world that incident response kind of world um please go check it out because you never know it might actually be something that you really want to adopt yeah and um, just just like you say the fact that you can run cases run reports and um, yeah, the more people who contribute towards it, the better it will get. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, give it. And the, the interface looks quite nice as well. Mm. I thought uh, from yeah. the screenshot. So not giving it a try, but look, look really cool. Um, cool. So uh, so yeah, open source IR platform. Go, Iris, go give it a try. Um, right. The next next one. Um, this was another article we found. Um, yeah. which uh, sounded really interesting, had a little bit of a read, uh, and I found myself getting quite engrossed by it, actually. So Very this well is, written, uh, yeah. Yeah, really well written. Um, I did, at one point, I, I think I'd been marking too many <laughs> exam papers recently. Um, so I had my, like, editorial reviewer, examiner marking kind of head on. Uh, so there were, you know, I can be a bit pedantic, Um a little bit frustrated teacher syndrome kind of like red pen no. comes out so <laughs> anyone who knows me is probably like yeah oh, a little yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah all right cobbers um 
yeah pedantic is an understatement but um <laughs> so i did I, there were a couple of little red red pen moments uh when i was reading through it but uh i ignored those because uh i was like well you know it's, they've, they've published it and actually it's it's a really good read anyway mm. um so forensic investigation of the grubhub ios app uh, and i'm going to get this person's it's on medium and i'm going to get this person's name wrong but you, you know yeah, what i'm yeah. like with pronunciations uh christopher i think it's uh kiryu kiryaku kiryaku kiraku i would say kiraku kiraku that's probably well, a better way of saying kiraku yeah yeah um, we, we apologize christopher yeah sorry christopher for slaughtering that wrong. your um, name yeah i yeah but bad phil uh i think you said it better than i did so um but yes um so it, really good article grubhub i di- i wasn't aware of grubhub no. that. um but it's a food ordering application kind of like your just eats and your uber eats and all that kind of stuff um uh and christopher focuses on the ios version although they've got a web portal version uh, the web app version they've got an ios and android but he focuses on the ios and he, he just does a load of work on a, an iphone 12 pro max running ios yep. 15 um kind of goes through methodology of seeing what personal identifiable information is stored on the handset um uh, what's captured what is readable what's viewable all that kind of stuff um shows method shows working shows conclusions uh uh and and uses some free tools as well so uses uh meet and uh iLeap I believe mm-hmm. um iLeap sadly didn't pass the data but I think that's probably just cuz grubhub hasn't been uh, yeah it's probably cuz of... in there yeah. yeah not built into iLeap it's a bit yet, niche, isn't it it's a bit niche um but yeah, did some did some processing with uh, Axiom, I think, if memory yeah. serves. But but I think um, that's yeah. that's what is what draws us to these um, research articles because a lot of the big apps they're done. Yeah. So for 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 new people and new bloggers, if you want to do R and D, focusing on these smaller unknown apps is the way to go because you've got to solve that puzzle. Exactly, exactly. And I, I really liked the way that uh, Christopher just kind of broke down the methodology, mm. kind of was very honest with um, what was possible with what he had to hand, what wasn't possible, kind of um, going going through that, that kind of uh, very logical steps um, and presenting that information. And he did, he did find um, that there was some some certain elements and certain artifacts that held held on to some uh, personal identifiable info um which had he not done the research we we wouldn't be aware of we wouldn't know um so yeah really nice little article there um i really liked it so i wanted to kind of give it a bit of a shout out and say go and check it out Uh, i don't know if that app is available in i've certainly not seen it in the uk market it it might it might not be uk um i i not looked for it myself i'm not familiar with it but um but i think the what's what's important about those kind of these kind of articles is the is the process and the methods and the yeah yeah, yeah you know so you could if if you're someone new to the industry or if you're looking at getting into this kind of thing you can go and have a read of, of christopher's article and you can see the steps they've taken yeah. to try and get get to those conclusions you um, use it as, as a, like, um, a template builder exactly exactly so um so yeah i i really liked it and i i love reading those little articles and uh papers and stuff and it's you know it's 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 not massively long but it's not short it's well detailed and it's it's that stuff that we like it's that kind of it shows the working out shows you're working yeah shows you're working so uh so well done christopher good good job liked that one um i'm I'm not going to mention about my pedantic stuff uh i'm going to leave that (laughs) (laughs) uh because that would just be mean and, and yeah. yeah christopher deserves better uh yeah. than my tired self uh kind of yeah you did say you were tired and grumpy i i am tired and grumpy today so i i'm gonna i'm gonna be, rise above it and be better than that mm-hmm. uh <laughs> you can tell me off later um next on the list um is how to perform clipboard forensics. So uh, activitiescache.db, memory forensics, and clipboard history uh, by uh, Invasecos, Secos, or Secos. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, but it's uh, someone called uh, Lena Lau, uh, lead incident responder and sec researcher. Um, I've never come across their 
uh, blog before. No. Um, but uh, yeah, it looks like they're doing a lot of uh, short kind of short and sweet, succinct uh, blogs on forensic findings. Again, showing working, showing some methodologies, a yeah. um, little bit of forensics, mostly instant response, I would say, yeah. in cybersecurity. Um, but uh, yeah, really interesting kind of talking about the the, the activities, CacheDB, the clip data structures in memory um, yeah. that they've used and uh, also looking at some like the Windows history folders for the clipboard and stuff and that little sometimes overlooked area of like what is actually what has actually been stored in the clipboard yeah from the point of view of some people will not get it because of the volatile nature of it but actually a lot of threat actors will use the clipboard to copy and paste stuff out of a machine so yeah yeah, I, th I, I thought it was quite a nice little find. And that was another one that you found, uh, wasn't yeah. it? So, mm, yeah, liked and, it. And then um, another article that we featured from there was um, Linux anti-forensics, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Did you did you get a chance to kind of have a read through that one properly? Yeah, and again, the same sort of level of detail. Um, they cover sort of the main three artifacts that most responders are going to be used to. Mm. Um, but she takes you through some other methods, um, and I just like their work. They're working. Um, mm. It's very clear to follow, easy to follow yourself in a in a sort of VM. And like you say, the articles aren't super long, so they're just enough that on your lunch break you can have a stab at it. And yeah, and I thought you'd be impressed because they were on Linux. I love. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Looking at Linux anti-forensics. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Especially after some of the security scares that have come out with Linux in the last kind of few weeks as yeah. well. Um, yeah. Very, very useful, I would say. Um, no, it, it was a blog that I wasn't aware of. So anyone, like you say, who's in the, the IR world, definitely one to be aware of. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was a good, good little find that one. Um, like you say, I, what I liked, in, especially in the the Linux one, was the there was just there was loads of screenshots of the findings and the step by steps. Like it was just yeah, full of screenshots all the way through. So it was really, really easy to follow for like someone quite visual like myself. So um, yeah, good, good, good articles there. So that was a good find. Um, right, I'm gonna let you talk about the next one. Yeah, so this is somebody I follow um, who's pushing out some really good blogs. So we're actually featuring, is it free? Yeah, free, free blogs from them or yeah. um, free pieces of information. Um, so the first one is a, um, a timestamp decoder for Mac. Um, so you can see why I liked it, can't you, Phil? <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and you're so surprised as well because no one builds anything for Mac. No. I mean, there's um, a reason, but yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, obviously I like this person because the first lines are they tend to gravitate towards the Mac during forensic analysis. Yeah. Because um, the command line tools like grep, sort, examinations tend to be more artifact-focused and less tool-reliant. So tip the hat. So I'd like to give him a shout-out. So um, yeah, he's developed a tool, Timestamp Decoder. We'll put a link out to the GitHub page for that. And yeah. how, how how do you pronounce that handle? K Bafo. K or Key? Key Bafo. Thirty-three. I'm I sure he'll, I'm sure he'll message me and tell me that I completely crushed it. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Uh, I'm but okay hey, with that. <laughs> yeah. we we started the show with welcome new bloggers on. He could come on and tell us himself. He could. He could. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. um do you, do, you want to, do you want to do the next two, given that you're on a roll here? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, from same author, um, this one is called Even More Mega, which they got permission from Chris Lees to adapt some mega scripts that Chris Lees had written, um, but add a few more bits into it. Mm. And these have already been pushed at A-Leap. And um, let me just find the article. Yeah, because it's following on from some of the. I think I think we talked about Chris Lee's articles on this. We did, before, yeah. didn't we? We mentioned it because there was one, and then it was like a, another one, kind of like straight after, and then uh, yeah, there was there was a lot of kind of stuff coming out about Mega uh, upon request. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I think it's just 
they've added some clarification to some some items in the tables that weren't sort of touched on before. So mm. taken a great script and then just added some more content to it and pushed it up to the leap. So awesome. What can't be liked? Exactly. Yeah. So if you're if you're dealing with mega uh, and looking at some of those mega databases that Chris started talking about before, yeah. um, go check out the article because yeah, uh, kind of gives some explanation as to some of those findings. Yeah. And the next and final one that we'll talk about for them is OMG board, which <laughs> is a keyboard. So obviously Android and iOS users can install custom keyboards, and we all know that they keep custom dictionaries and things like that. They do. So once again, this is research built on previous research. So Atswith Forensics has done some detailed research into the Gboard, which I think was the motivation for this post. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so they added some more clarification from some of the databases from Gboard, including nice. things like session data, um, and once again, added it to Aleep. So nice. Good work. Liking yep. that. Get that link into the uh, the GitHub pages. Uh, right, another one that you found. Oh, I keep, I'm going to keep saying this the whole session. Uh, another one you found. <laughs> Sounds like I haven't done any work, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't say anything. I'll let you talk about it because <laughs> you've obviously Thanks. read up about it. I I have I have. Um, I do put the effort into at least read them. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, this is what to log. Uh, so logging made easy. Uh, what to log.com. Um, I was definitely not aware of this, but I think this is a really, really good find. Um, so it's a project, uh, began when, uh, uh, a, a group of, uh, researchers and, and, um, responders and forensic experts, uh, so they had a noticeable gap in computer security notation with regards to logs. Mm -hmm. And we know how many, like just on a single operating system, how many logs end up getting captured. Um, and they all need different interpreters and parsing and all that kind of stuff. So they can be a bit of a pain. Um, so, but they realized that there was no centralized like resource for that. Uh, yeah. So under, they wanted to understand uh, or provide a platform where they could kind of funnel all of their understanding, findings, research, um, and effectively log about the logs yeah. uh, for different operating systems. So if you're not sure what to look for or what's available or how to pass it or what it contains, um, you can go to what to log, look at their library, which is actually quite easy to navigate. Uh, and you've got all of this kind of community fed information about the different logs. Did you like the log pile? Do you see what I, I did? did there? <laughs> I did. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it for everybody. I'm gonna say yeah. go. Go have a look. Go check it out. Uh, go, yeah. Go check out the log pile. <laughs> exactly. So uh, yeah. What what to log dot com. Um, uh, yeah. And when I say what to log, the two is a number. Uh, what to log dot com. But yeah, we'll uh, put all the put the link obviously in the GitHub and go go check it out. Um, then the next one was. Uh, by uh cassie casey cassie cassie i'd say cassie cassie uh domi uh again i probably pronounced that wrong so cassie <laughs> if i have apologies um but uh the app timeline provider srum database uh srum so that's the sys uh, anyone not sure that's the system resource usage monitor um uh, and i think it's from is it windows 8 Windows 8 Plus, yeah. Yeah, Windows yeah. 8. Uh, and it's, uh, yeah, really, really interesting article. Um, very detailed, broken down into some, some really nice subheadings and topic areas. Um, talks about the artifact, data, data it collects, what data it stores, what data is harvested, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how to understand that data. Really nice overview of the findings. Um, uh, and what's what I really like uh, is that they've uh, kind of mentioned and flagged up a lot of future opportunities for work mm -hmm. to extend the, the 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 research that they've done. Yeah. Um, so uh, and also I hadn't realised until I got right to the very end of the article um, 
but there was a kind of like a, an extra thoughts kind of area and and i didn't realize that they'd actually gone and manually logged frame by frame their actions oh, no. uh, and work within vms found all the frustrations of working with vms and how you've got the focus and the capture and all that kind of stuff with yeah. the mouse and keyboard um and just the fact that they were literally manually logging everything they're doing frame by frame with like a mouse and keyboard yeah. and the the lengths of which that they've gone to to try and do this research i genuinely tip my hat um to that um and uh guess who was acknowledged at the end i know i saw and um do you think they were as pedantic as you i uh, i'm gonna say no because uh <laughs> because they're probably nicer and kinder than me <laughs> but, but... Okay. But they are they are very very particular, and they are now becoming an instructor, which we also need to say well done. Yes, they are. So uh, Andrew Rathbun, um, who reviewed that article, yes, congratulations. Um, saw the announcement. Well done. Um, I put my I put my hand up and say I haven't read too much information into it, uh, so I don't know the, the ins and outs and the detail. But it sounded really exciting. Mm. So. So yeah, but um, but yeah, so that article was reviewed by uh, Andrew, um, and there's a little bit of an acknowledgement at the end, so uh, you know that the work is going to be uh, real top notch. Uh, if we're going to stick to our time limit that we've tried to set ourselves, we've got ten minutes to get through the rest. Ho oh, yeah, ho, I think we, I think we can do it. I think we're okay. Um, Next, uh, oh, this is uh, iOS 16 iMessages by Ian Whiffin. Uh, so, uh, Black Double, um, Double Black, so yeah. Double Black, Black Double. Well, the, the handle's Black Double, isn't it? Yeah, it so uh, it's Double Black, but the handle's Black Double. So, uh, yeah, yeah, um, covering all bases there, but yeah, so, um, yeah, really good. Art. Do you want to do you want to kind of talk about it? So, yeah, so. Literally, iOS 16 is announced, and Ian is already all over it. Um, mm -hmm. And and to be honest, he grabbed straight at the first thing that intrigued me, which was the ability to be able to edit iMessages. I know. Thanks, just, Apple. Thanks, Apple. Just ev do everything you can to try and screw yeah. up forensics. Um, but Ian's research is amazing. The the work he puts into um, Art Art is tall as well. Um, definitely yes. worth checking out his website. The research he puts into it, the thorough explanation and breaking down of how it all works. Mm. I, I don't know how the guy gets the time and has a full time job. I know, I know. It's like um, it, it's, it's like Briggs and uh, 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 Andrew, Kevin McGarner, and yeah, Kevin yeah. and Josh and ever. It's just how I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Um. Here's me just getting tired just because I've done my normal job. <laughs> They're just doing all this other stuff. Um, madness, madness. But yeah, really good article. And I, the one thing that really struck me when this all came out, um, and I'm really glad that Ian, Ian did the research on this because obviously we all read the announcements and stuff and just kind of like horrified from a forensics mm -hmm. perspective. But what reason would you have to edit a message after it's uh, been sent to be fair, other than i mean to be, to be to be fair the amount of fat finger messages i've sent you i would like the ability to edit messages yeah, so but they're, they're funny <laughs> <laughs> especially especially the autocorrect yeah i mean you, yeah. you get give the ability to edit messages and then all of a sudden autocorrect uh jokes and memes become obsolete very true very true you know damn I'd... damn you apple for ruining phil's fun exactly exactly and we know we know i like a meme uh you do so uh, and a gif you know but but but, but no big shout out for the mm. article and if you haven't checked out artex um which is a free open source um knowledge c parser which it initially was but it's becoming more and more grabbing more artifacts it's brilliant yeah definitely um one, one thing just to just to kind of highlight with regard to that reading through it um it when you start reading through it it does sound like a bit of a bad news story because from what ian's been saying um it looks like whether it's whether you're looking into an edited message or a message where someone has decided to unsend it um again i don't understand that but um it looks like in the databases we lose the original message content even though there is uh evidential material that 
indicates that that message has been edited or has been unsent. Mm -hmm. But um, Ian does clarify at the end that he's uh, he's limited with what he was doing with the research and that he hadn't had an opportunity at that point to um, process uh, any WAL files or anything like that. So any of the right head logs and stuff from the database. So I'm hoping. It I'm seems hoping likely they're going to be in there, doesn't it? That they, there's, I'm hoping there's going to be something in, in an unprocessed well. Yeah. Um, maybe we can kind of start, which then just highlights the importance of forensically managing your wells and, and things yeah. like that. But um, yeah, so if anyone wants to carry on that research and start looking into the wells, uh, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't managed to grab the iOS 16 beta yet. Um, no. It's on the to-do list, but. Yeah, I um I might have a look, but I might have a I might have a holiday first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I'll leave someone else who's far cleverer than me to do that. Uh, cool. So thank you, Ian, uh, for that one. Uh, this one, uh, next bit. This was just me wanting to kind of flag up uh, quite an interesting find. Uh, so this was actually one that I did. Yay! Yay. One that I found. Um, yeah, this was Microsoft. Um, trying to uh, a suggestion that they're trying to kill off the HDD boot drives um, and replace them with SSDs by 2023, 2024, mm -hmm. um, which I think we all know was going to come. But yeah, we've, we've spoke about it many times, haven't we? That yeah, they're just going to be thin clients. Ex exactly. And, and the Windows 11 restrictions that are already coming in for the hardware on the, mm -hmm. on the machine that you're installing Windows 11 onto, um, I think that's going to expand and uh yeah the the article just kind of goes on to explain that kind of um yeah it looks like that's going to very very quickly move into the realms of okay in order to run windows 11 you have to be running an ssd yeah uh, as your boot drive um and i think that'll happen at the latest i think by 2024 mm -hmm. which then has implications for us as forensic practitioners from dealing with SSDs and wear leveling and yeah. garbage collection, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, good fun, but all good fun. Uh, but it's it's not a very detailed article, so uh, but it's more just of uh, an awareness piece that I wanted yeah. to throw in there. Really. Um, oh, you wanted to mention the next bits, didn't you? Yeah. So, just wanted to give a shout out. Um, Jessica Hyde shared details of the magnet capture the flag image file. Mm -hmm. um, so there was an iOS 15, Linux file, Windows. Um, and there's been some great write-ups. Um, Emma, Emma Souza did a great write-up. Kevin Pagano did a great write-up. There's some, been some brilliant ones that have shared on Twitter. I think what we'll do is um, we'll just put a link out to the actual image files. Yeah, and some of the write-ups and stuff yeah. maybe. And, and yeah, because um, yes, as always, they're really good. Um, yeah, uh, I understand that it went down really well. It was a good, good CTF. So yeah, uh, a lot of effort going into them. So it's mm. um, very good how people take the time as well to share their write ups. And um, yes, I always enjoy reading them because it, it's always one of the ones. Oh, I wouldn't have done it that way. I'd have done it like this. And exactly, yeah, it's really interesting finding like hearing how people have kind of how how other people's logic works. Yeah, um, and the way that so yeah, you learn a lot. I think from mm. from that. So. Uh, yes, definitely uh, include those. Uh, then, uh, ah, next one. Yeah, um, from our friend didn't Mr. wait Hickman. for us. He didn't wait for us to record a podcast. He released it a couple of weeks later. So, tip the hat yeah, to Josh. Absolutely, and and the thing is with with Zach, he does say that he, uh, like you, uh, he took a bit of a break after the yeah. Magnet Summit. Uh, had some time out. Uh, kind of put the phones away. Uh, genuinely let let himself recharge, which is obviously so important in this industry. Just to kind mm. of um, kind of tools down, get out, yeah. and just take a break for a little while. Definitely. Uh, not do not fear that you're going to miss anything because you know we're always going to miss stuff. Uh, you just you just you just pick things back up yeah. when you when you get back on the on the horse, so to speak. So, um, but yeah, really good article on um, WhatsApp. Yeah, really long article. Um, Very, yes, yeah, detailed as always. Yeah, extremely thorough. Um, great memes, as always. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just Josh, the work that Josh does in breaking down databases and screenshotting and just showing you through every step of their research, I just think that's um, 
for people new and old to the industry this this is the standard isn't it yes yeah yeah definitely that's um if you can get to that level of detail and uh being that thorough but also still being concise um mm. in that write-up uh yeah brilliant yeah it makes it so easy to read as well, even though it's quite a long article. Yeah, and and I like it as well because, to to me, if if you're writing a report that's going to court or to to a board level, this is the sort of detail that people should be able to follow. Mm. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, please go and have, Josh, as always, Josh's work is brilliant. So go and uh, yeah. check that out if you haven't done already. Um, or one minute forty to go before I. Timer starts ringing yeah. in my ear. Uh, not that I'm conscious of time or anything. Um, last one. Last one. Yeah. Uh, so this is more of just, a, again, an awareness thing, a shout out and say uh, good work, great stuff. Um, so Jessica Hyde uh, had an interview, didn't she? Um, she, she did. And um, I haven't heard of the show, but it's Fox News Radio. So I'm assuming it's a big one. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, on on what is digital forensics? Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, it's 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 a kind of going into uh, an interview, going into kind of like how how we operate as forensic examiners, how we work, kind of what what kind of things we do, and and kind of yeah, really interesting, yeah, yeah, talking about pattern of life and and uh, pattern of life analysis and and kind of the way that we the the mind works and the methodology works and and kind of yeah. That, that kind of stuff so interesting interesting piece um so uh yeah go go have a go have a listen to that one and i think we're bang on time oh my gosh about eight seconds to spare i think yeah. uh wow that was yeah can you imagine because we we ended up having to remove probably about 10 other articles we did yeah. other articles and yeah. um yeah you know, that was a wise move yeah, and they were still great, um, you know. But we, uh, they, most I think most of them were quite uh, a lot more generic, weren't they? They were yeah, kind of, uh, kind of more vendor specific or um, generic articles. Yeah, and we we also have. Um, I, I'm not sure if we've spoken about it before, but Phil and I have like a shared document where we, as soon as we see these articles, we copy and paste them too. And obviously, we're doing that throughout the month. So sometimes an article may lose its relevance, especially if it's like yeah. zero day and things. So, Yeah, so we had a few things about like some zero days and stuff, and then when we look back, it was like, oh, that was literally about three or four weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> which is a long time in our industry, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. So, um, but yeah, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully everyone's found that interesting, a few kind of interesting articles and pieces, things going on in the industry. Um but what's hopefully you guys have enjoyed it. Um, I think we've, yeah, I, I'm going to try and be more awake for the next episode. Yeah. Um, um, and just to summarize, really, if people can let us know their thoughts on inviting sort of new people into the blogging space onto the show, mm-hmm. people's thoughts, any sort of recommendations, and please get in touch with us. Yeah, yeah, just make us aware. We're, we're more than happy to to kind of have a read of articles if they're if they're good and interesting and we like them then we'll we'll include them in the show and we'll kind of mention them and uh, if people are willing to talk about their articles and their findings and all that kind of stuff because appreciate not everyone would like to um but yeah it'd be really exciting to get some people on the show and and kind of uh, have a chat about their work and and like we like we've been trying to say uh using the show uh and it's the, the slowly increasing reach uh, to allow people to kind of present what they've got um, and reach a wider audience with it. Because yeah. uh, I think given the work that we do and the research people are doing and how it just benefits everybody in the industry, uh, regardless of who you are, um, it can only, in my view, it can only be, be a good thing, right? Definitely. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not looking at sales pitches or, or kind of anything like that. We're looking at, you know, just good researchers and good investigators sharing their findings on things for the benefit of everybody yeah so i think it's a win-win for everyone definitely um, yeah definitely. and then and then we can try and like i said probe them for some forensic faux pas and <laughs> yeah and they'll, they'll get a laptop sticker exactly laptop stickers because everyone loves a laptop sticker right yeah that's definitely so, worth turning up for 
absolutely absolutely so and i don't want the situation that we had with during the fact where we've got a load of laptop stickers uh but no show <laughs> <laughs> that's very true <laughs> but there we go <laughs> um right um i think i think next for the next one i think we're going to try and um we were like we say we were a little bit delayed this time in recording i think we probably would have recorded a week or two earlier than we have yeah. um but but you obviously well deserved holiday um much needed um so we'll we'll maybe see if we can fit in a recording uh sooner rather than later i imagine mm -hmm. yeah um but uh, in the meantime uh yeah feel free please just to get in touch with us Send us, as always, thoughts, comments, forensic abuse. Pas. <laughs> yeah, forensic faux pas. Forensic um, Tell us where we've got something wrong. Tell us off for pronouncing names wrong. Um, whatever you like on Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, the email address, uh, whatever you like, however you like to do it, um, feel free. It's fine. Uh, Adam and I both have access to the Twitter account, so uh, you might get a reply from me. You might get a reply from Adam. You might get a reply from both. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that has happened. <laughs> Which has happened before. <laughs> We've both replied and not realised the other one has. Um, so yeah, please do get in touch. Uh, we love chatting to you guys, so we'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, anything more from you, Adam? No, I'm more than aware we're bang on time. Yeah, Feeling good. Yeah, it's good to be back. Good to record episode two, and um, looking forward to the next one. Awesome, uh, awesome. Well, uh, we, yeah, uh, hopefully by the time that this comes out, we'll have the GitHub page up and running. Uh, if not, I promise it will be up and running as soon as possible afterwards. <laughs> um, Adam will no doubt get the trimming and all the editing done for the the audio. Uh, the GitHub page is my fault, my responsibility. So I will endeavor to do that. <laughs> if it, if it's not done it's my fault not adams so <laughs> i'll point that out um but yeah otherwise uh i think thank you ever so much guys hope you've had a good time uh thank you for listening and we look forward to having you again next time thanks all catch you soon yeah.